This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Book Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A tumultuous week ends with a much-needed win. Welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Right, how are you feeling about this then, Dave? Because I've got to admit, I was pretty grumpy during the week. Pretty, Pretty downbeat. And this will sound terrible now because you've just given me a 4-0 win. We, we need to put into context against the worst team in the league. So given that that's exactly the result we needed, but it was against the worst team in the league, with the backdrop of everything, how are you feeling first, Dave? Good evening. Yeah, evening, Ben. Evening, Rich. Um, yeah, look, you, I'll tell you what, you, you judge it by. So always usually meet in the greyhound every, every home game and there's a, a, a blackboard at the front of the greyhound every single home game and they're multitude of staff to be fair to them that have on a Saturday. So Rich, how many people fill in their prediction on this blackboard? 20, 20. 25, yeah. 20, 30, yeah. 20, 20, 25. And it did range from, there was one, I think I saw one outlier that said nil, nil, and it ranged from pretty much three nil to six nil, I think. Um, that, so that was, that was a sort of kind of expectancy. If that was a, if that was a sort of like a, a mean of the expectancy level yesterday, there you go. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, professional performance and um, yeah, a little, uh, yeah, yeah. Not expected win, but yeah, professional performance and I feel okay. Move on. MK. Okay. MK. What about you, Rich? Yeah. Similar. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I Seb asked me the question in the pre-match show, like if if there were ever a team that you wanted to play right now, who would it be? It's like, well, yeah, Forest Green. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Um, I, there's always the kind of added jeopardy of Duncan Ferguson in the opposite dugout, and I don't know you about you, Dave. I, I quite liked his stag do evening wear attire that he was going Loved with, it. which was very sure, fashionable. Absolutely. Shirt outside yep. his pants. We look, we we like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but but his, uh, agreement with Rich. They pants though, isn't it? They Come were on. pretty terrible. I don't think yeah. we'll be well. Well, we won't be seeing them next season. I'm sure one way or another. Oh, Let's yeah, hope yeah. it's uh, one way. But um, <laughs> I, yeah. can I just read that one quickly, Michael, in the chat? By the way, hello to everyone in in the chat. If you're listening after the fact, do join us on YouTube. <laughs> uh, draw with the top team, and the season is over. Beat the bottom team, and we're making the top two. God, that's <laughs> tremendous. Calm down, uh, that, Michael. That's not that's me. Talking um, to someone else. Uh, yeah, sorry. That, that sums it up, doesn't That's it? But brilliant. Look, yeah, it has been. Um, did you know we did a lot of the time, Rich, where we've been doing this podcast? It's been with a divided fan base, and it felt like the bad old days of the divided fan base because some people were a bit antsy, and then they would go a little bit too far in their antsiness, and then the positive people would tell them off a little bit too much, which would make them double down which would make the positive people double down even more that anyone saying any criticism whatsoever. Can we please just land right in the middle with this tonight, right, Rich? Yeah, well, we said as much, and I mean, we're probably on the on the preachy side of that spectrum, right? And we've had our moment on the pre-match show. I'm, I'm just of the general opinion, Ben, that negativity leads to nothing positive or constructive anyway. But we also respect people's right to 
use their social media accounts as they see fit. And as long as, you know, the atmosphere, I was a little bit anxious about the atmosphere, if I'm honest. But the fact we scored the early goal, spoiler alert, made that kind of redundant, really. But yeah, we just need to, now we've got, yeah, win back on the board and we've got a good run of games coming up. Let's just focus on positivity. That's exactly what we want. I just think it was the nature of Tuesday night. It was so deflating, wasn't it? Look, everyone was deflated. You know, we try to keep upbeat on here, but that was it was a tough one because it was such a poor performance, really, wasn't it? I'm really glad and, we just and, you know, to do the live show straight after it because it was oh, yeah. <laughs> 60 minutes of testing. Testing. And then, um, but Dave, and then, for, Dave, and then the capital. You, it's, it's not unreasonable at the moment. I know Rich uses the word negativity, and I do agree that when it goes from realistic kind of analysis to just negativity. It's emotion, isn't it? It's emotion. It's emotion. But it's not unreasonable on the current run and after that performance, criticism is reasonable at, at that at that point and going into this game, right? Definitely, definitely. And I think, you know, you say the manager brought him on himself again. It, it all came down to the rotation. Maybe that was an easy an easy hit hit on the manager there. You know, well, you know, we couldn't we couldn't beat Bristol Rovers through nil nil. Um probably could have could and could have lost the game. Um the manager's an easy target with the yet again rotation. Um and he did it to be fair, he rotated again yesterday. However, I think and I think we'd all agree after yesterday, I think you've perhaps got to stick with that starting eleven, um, certainly for next Saturday. Rich the, Rich, the whole rotation thing, Dave's right to bring it up, is so viewed retroactively. We're all sitting there in the middle of the week talking about how brilliant the Plymouth manager is mm-hmm. because he's rotated. And you know, Darren Moore did it yesterday for Sheffield Wednesday. And they're winning games. You lose a few games when you rotate. Keep the same team. Keep the same team. Keep the same team. We we do kind of view that a little bit wise after the event, don't we? Yeah, there's always stuff that we don't know about as well. Of I course. thought I thought Mick Mills was quite. I was walking up the hill post match listening to Mick Mills, and he wanted all the big money transfers in January to start straight away and stay in the team. And that's ultimately what we ended up with on Saturday. And I think that will probably persist. But he was of the view that McKenna has eased them in where he probably really didn't need to. But Broadhead's had a few injuries or knocks, hasn't he, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I, I part of it, Ben, I think is McKenna knows some of the issues with the way we're playing right now. And the easiest thing to do, we, we, we know there's no kind of, there's no need for a plan B because you execute plan A, fine, you win matches. It's sometimes down to personnel and people in specific moments. And that's why you rotate. You, you try and find the people in the right situations and figure out whether you can trust people. And I think that's what McKenna's been doing of late. And ultimately, some of it will be Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday rotation, which you've got to do. But I think I agree with Dave's kind of sentiment there that I think probably this feels like our strongest team now. Maybe question mark over Hurst and Ladapo, perhaps. But yeah, I think yeah. The, the, the new that signings have to start. Questions, Rich. <laughs> yeah, and even Luongo... For, you know, is is stake to claim even albeit like a half an hour cameo. Good, so, yeah. So it's, in the, I think I think we do have to put minutes. it. Go ahead. Dave, I think sorry. we do have to put it into context because they were poor. I was just going <laughs> to say, in the first six poor. minutes, I think we've covered all our realism um, backdrop caveats here. Mm. We're aware that Forest Green, even with now, and we'll talk about their personnel in a sec. We'll get into the in depth in the game, even with their little transfer window splurge, changing the manager. They're not looking up to it. And we've also acknowledged reasonable criticism is probably okay this week and people have probably gone too far either side. Shall we, having covered all of those bits, actually get into this? So the backdrop being um, Forrest Green coming on a terrible run with Duncan Ferguson just having a ride. I think he's got one point possibly now, I think, in five games. So the mythical new manager bounces I'm very suspicious of is um, as flat as a pancake, really. Um, Richard, we'll go with you first on the Ipswich 11 there. So, and I think I'm paraphrasing you, but strongest on paper for whatever that means. So Walton in goal. Um, Footmob's got it as a back four. So Davis and Clark. The fullbacks, Burgess and Wolfenden, the centre backs, your double pivot, uh, Humphreys, Morsey, inside forwards, Broadhead, Burns, Chaplin off Hurst. Strongest eleven, Rich? I think so, Ben. Yeah, I think I think with what we've got 
Um, I think a few people were hoping that Luongo might be fit enough for a start, but the fact he was on the bench was positive. But, you know, our central midfield options are what they are right now. Other than that, I, I think Harness has had a bit of a, a tough run of late, didn't really do much Tuesday night. And I think having seen what we've seen from Broadhead, um, it t- makes total sense for him to be starting. And and Hurst, I can kind of understand as well. I know there's a lot of support for Ladapo and probably we underestimate a little bit Ladapo or not underestimate him, but maybe don't give him the credit he deserves. Um, but Hurst was the number one target in the summer. Didn't happen for whatever reason. You've got him in January. We need to get him up and running as well. And against this opposition, with respect, it made sense for me to start Hurst as well. Dave? Yeah, I completely agree. I think... Um... Okay, Luongo's he, he was obviously a signing. Um you know, in the you know, in the window he has been struggling, has been out injured. So yeah, the other three, Clark, um, Clark, Broadhead and um Hurst, yeah, I agree with Mick Mills there. I think he signed them, played them, had to play them, especially yesterday, for sure. I think someone had already pointed out um here in the chat as well, the midweek games now we might see a you know, a fairly set yeah, yeah. eleven and by that seven, mm. eight nine the same potentially and an interesting tweet actually we'll get into it in the questions i'm sure from panchute kamara um early on today let's have a quick look at forest green big thanks to david in the chat it's a staple of our podcast list now isn't it saying thank you to david five euros all, in those, the super chat. all those beers we've got to buy him we've got to buy that bloke it's the greyhound We'll, yeah. we'll plug our um, Telegram and whatnot, but this will always be free, but you can um, obviously support via Super Chat, as David has just very kindly done. Uh, Forest Green, bottom of the league, uh, came up last season with um, Rob Edwards in the dugout with two excellent fullbacks, uh, wingbacks rather, one of whom is now at Bristol City and one is at Barnsley. Um, an excellent central midfielder called Ibu Adams. He's at Cardiff. Um, two strikers, I think, uh, Jamil Matt and Matt Stevens. They're now both at Walsall. It's just a different club that's come up. It? It's, so, it's even um, different from the from the game we played against them, Ben. Only it's different two... from bloody December, Rich, yeah. isn't it? Two, yeah. two survivors from the game in August, albeit two of them on the bench as well. Um, wow. And it would have been three, but Carl McAllister, I think, got injured in the warm-up and was replaced by... Jordan Garrick, who's a name that we might know. I think he was at Plymouth, possibly, on loan last season, wasn't he? Yeah, he's at mm. Swan, is he? I think. Yeah, yeah. and Bakayoko, yeah. a familiar name, Bolton and Coventry striker. But yeah, it's it's not looking good for them, is it? And, and young young yeah. Charlie Savage. Yeah. The, is that Robbie Savage's boy, is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah interesting. So, yeah. Um, his, de- his debut, yeah? Was his, de- his first start, Rich? No, not what? Yesterday? On Saturday? Yeah. No, he's played a few. I think he's played a few okay. games. Okay. Well, I'm, well you I'm, check so, yeah, doing in goal, he was at uh, Tranmere for the most part this season, I, I think, in League Two. Bernard, Casey, Cooper, Robson, Stevenson, Savage, uh, O'Keefe. But Harris is on, on loan from Brentford, some calibre there. Garrick, um, Bakayoko. But um, on paper, um, it looked like a nice game for a team. And this is Kieran McKenna's words, not mine, short of short of confidence. And Dave, there's been games this season where we've puffed and puffed and struggled against the, you know, sort of low low block, you know, defence sitting back. There's been games we've scored early and it's just opened yeah. it up and swept it away. And uh, this was the case yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think we'd, we'd, we'd had a half-decent chance even before we scored, I think, the third in, in third minute, I think the keeper, keeper sort of straight to the keeper, which was a bit of a feature yesterday at times. But yeah, I mean, it's a really, oh, I mean, it's a really good goal. Burns gets the ball wide right, um, tries to play a little ball inside the Chaplin. I think, I think it's Savage actually. It might just gets an interception. Morsey picks it up, and this is really good. Plays the ball, plays a little disguise pass, pretty much to the edge of the D central in the box, and. Um, it's a classy touch from Broadhead, isn't it? He sort of swivels on it, but plays a little first-time ball, perfectly weighted, and it's just a picture goal because Chaplin's so good in those positions, and he just times his run brilliantly between, I think, Bernard and the other centre-half. And, um, yeah, just strokes it in left foot. He goes cold. He's, he's really good in those situations, isn't he? Shame he's not from 12 yards. But anyway, um, <laughs> and just, um, just, just, that, just, just, you know, squares the keeper up and just, just passes it in the corner. It's, it's a really good goal. The, 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 the um, assist from Broadhead in the finish is, yeah, it's yeah. a classy goal, that. Very good. Uh, am I allowed to mention Paul Skulls in relation to that? 
But Skulls wouldn't have telegraphed it with his body so much. He, you wouldn't have even known it was going in that corner. But no, Skulls would have been looking it, there. Yeah, yeah, the broadhead part in the goal is probably what makes it for me. Um, Chaplin, goal. I thought, might have been offside as well, but I don't care. I'm the, I'm, I'm no, the no, I, ch- the I checked that earlier. It's just very badly, it- as Dave, Dave says. Um, uh, and I've played five-a-side with Dave and passing your man on and neither of them, and they just, they just let him go. He looks onside to me. But, but the key for me... Uh, something that we talked about after Tuesday was what Forest Green certainly didn't do the low block, which probably, I mean, uh, stick with it's, it. Kind of, it's like being choosing between being stabbed or shot if you're done comparison <laughs> in terms of do you stick a low block and just hold on as long as you can and know that yeah. the game's over, or do you try and try and make a contribution in an attacking sense? And to be honest, the early goal kills them doesn't it it's so i, I really feel really over, sorry really, for really. them but you know it's game over we need the confidence booster but but what we had seen on tuesday was against these low blocks sometimes the passing is too purposeful it's too slow and broadhead makes that and it's similar with um some of the moves in the second half as well it's just one touch stuff there's no thought in it or it's instinctive and broadhead's got that ability and of all of the things that i took out of Saturday's game was Broadhead's ability to spot those passes. He's really clever at finding the space, but he finds those passes instinctively and gets them in really quick. And that's what we need in the low block situations. It wasn't what Forrest Green were doing, but it will be what others will do. And it really bodes well. Now, Dave, did I see this right? Because I was watching this with about 500 monitors. Hmm. Did did I see um, fairly narrow men getting forward, few long throw-ins get, tucked in as well did I see a bit more of an intensity a bit more of a I think you um, certainly did um, I mean what does Paul Warren say he says make defenders defend sometimes yeah no you certainly did um certainly first half uh Clark I mean it was a lovely I mean this would have been a picture goal Clark drops a ball over the from his own half drops the ball over the defense great run by Hurst you'd you'd like this don't know if you saw the highlights Ben unbelievable first touch takes it out of the air and he's a little bit unlucky and then he tries to volley cushion volley it over the keeper and he just gets a bit too much I mean that goes in I think Rich probably said I think on a telegram that that would have been one of the goals of the season and certainly Burgess yesterday as well was sort of dropping those balls in um Balls in left foot for for Hurst as well, and and consequently later in the second half, Ladapo as well. So yeah, I would say certainly there were signs in there. It was all a bit. It was one or two strange moments first half between right in front of me between Clark and yeah, Burns. Um, and Burns. Where tell yeah. you what I like about Clark, man, when he passes a ball, he means it. He really yeah. passes it with intent. And um, it was a couple with really well struck passes. All right, not in front of Burns, but perhaps to Burns' feet, and he just sort of. Didn't bother almost. I mean, I he think miscontrolled him. I think, yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Once, That's what I, I thought. Think, I saw, but... Once, but it was another couple. Um, almost, I didn't think he. Perhaps he was so used to playing with Donetsk and he doesn't get perhaps the same, same. I don't know, zip on the ball. You know, doesn't expect the pass at the same pace. But um, yeah, that was quite strange first half. And yeah, again, if I'm being critical at all, yesterday, Burns. I don't know. Could he? He had an effort, didn't he? First half, but I, yeah, I wanted to pick that out. Ben, it was a left foot, Rich. Yeah, well, there yeah. you go. And he said, and he, he was cutting in a lot on him and Aluko swapping places on Tuesday, which I didn't really like. But no. I think there's a, there's a positive and there's a question mark for me there. And I've seen a lot of people talk about this as well. Clark. I, I would put it down to Clark is used to the intensity of championship <laughs> football with Stoke and being through the ask, you know, there's no uh, point yeah. <laughs> taking, you know, you get that pass and you make it. And I think once Clark and Burns get on the same wavelength, I think, yeah, I'm sure. you know, we talked about how potent the right hand side was last season. If they can get it right, then that's going to be a, a massive threat for us. Again, we've got Davis on the left, but I wonder Clark. whether Jackson might be quicker of thought in, in that situation as well, especially if you can play it ahead of Jackson. I mean, Burns isn't slow, but that, yeah, there's an interesting thing there. And I think once they get, once they suss each other out, I think Clark will be a really big threat for us, Ben. I'm just going to read, Clark, I'm just he's, gonna just, read he's an athlete, isn't he? He's a proper Ooh. athlete, Clark. Flipping just it. read a couple of comments. I like this one from Chris, Dave. I think you'll find both Chaplin's goals ah. in the penalty spot. It's ah. Touche, Chris. Touche. Touche. Um, yeah. well, it's all right when the ball's running in front of you, Chris, or coming coming across you. Yeah, fine. Uh, there's a couple on Burns. Stationary, mate. Uh, Mark, um, I think our right wing is the easiest job in football. So much space. Burns, very wasteful. Yeah, uh, Dan says, yeah. uh, Burns got used to having the ball played to his feet. Clark was playing it in front of him. 
Uh, and I think that was an instruction, so. Ben. I think McKenna would probably as as encourage that off the boil at the moment. Yeah. yeah well, I'm not. I'm not sure. I think it's again. Oh, I don't want to be really critical because we. Stephen we'll agrees again, in the chat. There, Burns not quite on it. Not as. But he's got goals and assists last hasn't he? season. No, I I know you can. Yeah, you can make the argument back with that. We've had this a week, haven't we? Like we're I'm not just an argument mode and, now, Ben. And then, but we've had this. We're not winning, and I've seen every metric to say that we're good. But we still come back to we're on a bad run, and there's you know that that kind of I, I don't want to get into um, all the matters. This is the league table. The only thing that matters is the result mode. But you know sometimes you do have to just go. Well, uh, okay, whether, whether he's the lost a little story? bit of confidence. He was so direct last season. You were so used to him getting the ball, squaring the fullback up, getting it out of his feet, whipping the cross in. He's perhaps this season. He's perhaps just not quite so decisive. Is that the right yeah. word? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think he set a very high bar oh, last mate. last year. So if you're yeah. going from A plus to B minus or whatever, it's you know it's it's still all right. Anyway, Richard, yeah. take me to this. Um, which team caught us out with this corner? Was it Peterborough, where you um you take it in short, you then make the angle really shallow to, uh, to yeah. someone caught us out with that, didn't they? It and feels the like I don't know whether the Peterborough goal was a free kick or a corner, but yeah, it did feel similar Something to like that, that kind of short move. But yeah. yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And, yeah. It's, and, and what's great is that, that we, I mean, it's a training ground routine, you'd guess. Um, but we've, we're so potent. It's the word of the day, isn't it? I need to come up with vocabulary, some different ones. But we know the threat that our set pieces pose to opposition. They will know about as well. But the short routine, I can't remember a short routine with a goal since Evans on the opening day, perhaps. So it's great hmm. to see it come back. Morsey's involved. Humphreys, nice kind of direct ball straight into Broadhead. And what a cute volley. I mean, he's right in front of the goal, isn't he? Um, but really good technique. Keeper's not saving that. And a nice time just before halftime as well, just to, you know, steady everything and, you know, build more confidence and set up the second half to try and get some more. But yeah, really tidy goal and set pieces again um, working for us. What you're saying at half time, Dave, is it look, you're 2 0 up against bottom of the league. I've got five subs. I want more goals and I want a clean sheet. Was, it been I, something I, like that. I was saying exactly what you said about that Shrewsbury game two seasons ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's gone down in Blue Monday folklore. Oh, mate. About, that's gone down, in the, annals, about gone down in the win. annals. The annals of Blue Monday. <laughs> ben, we're going to win the league by 10 points. Not convinced, mate. Not convinced. No, absolutely um, not. <laughs> no, I mean, do, do you know what? This sounds maybe sounds a bit crass and a bit, you know, I don't know, self righteous. But my God, we should have been five up at half time. Really? If we've we been uber critical, we just kept finding that it sounds stupid. We just kept hitting the goalkeeper, didn't we? Just just straight down the middle. Bit bit fortunate, unfortunate time. Brilliant bit of skill by Broadhead on the edge of the box. Um, one move where he sort of chests it down, takes it in one move, it makes the space, cracks in a great left foot shot. Again, point blank, good save by the keep. I think Chaplin also had one. Burns might have had one. Seriously, at half time, it, it was 2 0. But when it was 1 0 until the 41st minute, you're thinking, oh, this is a bit disappointing because, again, we've had all these chances. So, you know, we, we got the second goal, yeah, 41st minute. Yeah. So to go in at 2 0. Was was right and proper because it could easily have been four, five, or six easily. I was thinking uh, I've I've seen all the goals down the other end, Ben, and I'm in the north stand. I want some up this end, please. Yeah, give me, yeah, 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 give me something to look at. Um, Dave, do you want to take me to the uh, third goal? Is there any subs before that? Yeah, Luongo comes Just before, in. Yeah, yeah, like literally a, a minute before, and um, yeah, let's, I tried to get um, Sam Parkin to big up uh, Leaf Davis last night. Who's Numbers are speaking of fullbacks with good numbers, Rich. There you go. I'll undercut my own argument against yeah, you there by picking yeah. up another fullback with a wide man with good numbers. But yeah, just talk talk about. I think, on, uh, I think Burgess Burgess wins goals. a header as he did most. You know, most of the game yesterday, I thought he had a very good game. Or I think he wasn't unduly challenged, was he? he? Didn't really have much up front to be fair. But I thought what he did, he did really well. Um, wins the header. Um, I think gets it forward to Broadhead. I think again on the edge of the box. Good bit of play there, gets a ball down, turns, um, and as usual, Davis is outside him on the left. Perfectly little weighted ball to Davis. And Davis is so good in those positions, just cuts the ball back across the six-yard box. And again, it's another brilliantly timed run by Chaplin, I think. Sort of slides in, doesn't he, right in front of you, Rich? Sort of slides yep. in. I wouldn't say it's 12 yards, Chris, more like six, seven, eight, seven, eight <laughs> yards out. <laughs> He's slide, rattled. He's rattled, Rich. Listen to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
slides it in, good finish, low under the keeper, two, um, three nil. Yeah, looking forward to some more. Um, Rich, because I knew you were on, I checked the players' average positions on Sofa Score because I know you would have done it as well. That. Um, Broadhead, second striker, Chaplin, much deeper than you would have um, you would mm. have imagined. And I suppose, like Dave's saying, it's like a third man. It's like a Matt Holland third man run. From deep for the cutback, isn't it? Yeah. And you can't uh, you, you can't spot him either because they've got so Broadhead and Davis overlapping. And um, and again, I, I want to pick out Broadhead's pass instinctive into Davis. Davis yeah. threads the needle as well. By the way, there's about six Forest Green players that he threads the ball through, and that's the kind of frustration, I guess, for folks um, bemoaning some of the service from the other side, perhaps from Burns or Jackson. Mm. Davis always seemingly finds a blue shirt. Chapman's. It's like the Tommy Miller kind of edge of the box kind of situation, isn't it, from all these years ago? And yeah, Chapman's, is it five games, four games he's got a brace in now? Um, just, yeah, a crazy amount of conversion there from yeah. him. And, and But yeah, broad, as I said, I wanted to single out Broadhead again because he, he doesn't even think about it. It just plays it into the path of Davis. There's yeah, no put a foot on the ball or cut back and maybe shaped across it. He knows exactly what's going on around him. Really clever play and, Chaplin's instinctive in those situations. Yeah, it's a simple ball, really, but it's so such a nice so way to ball. Easy to yeah. kick it out of play, isn't it, Dave? For that, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Stay with you for the fourth goal, Rich. Yeah, well, I, there's a there's a few bits and pieces of of nonsense going on. We, the Forest Green did have a few moments of possession in our half, in in, in around our 18 yard box as well. A moment where Christian Watt went walk about, which. Oh, yeah. a little bit excited, um, especially people with a bit of a being there bono about Walton. But I think other than that, we were generally okay. But the triple <laughs> change, um, I've yeah, um, Ladapo on, Jackson on, Edwards on for Hurst, Burns, Broadhead. I, I, I think Hurst had his moment in the first half, but didn't really show up in the second, if I'm being honest. Um, clear that he's got talent, mm. just needs to get that league goal. And I think he then goes on a bit of a run. Burns, we talked about. Broadhead took a bit of a whack, but I think is okay. But I think, yeah, real stand up for us. But yeah, the Bobby Robson applause. It was obviously the <laughs> um, the celebration of his, what would have been his 90th birthday. Um, and 78th minute, the applause begins. And... And, and there's a goal for Ladapo who comes off the bench and, and shout out to Cameron Burgess, who I think has got an assist here. Heads it back across goal and Ladapo completely unmarked. Can't really miss from close range. And yeah, um, good to see him reminding everyone that he's he just keeps scoring these goals and, the, and everyone thinks that he just scores tap-ins. Well, there's some ability about that. You don't just turn up and score tap-ins. It takes effort and it takes... Um, concentration and being in the right place at the right time. So I'm pleased for him. Um, I'll let Dave talk about his one in the 90th minute though, which um, yeah, not particularly good. Um, but uh, yeah, four uh, nil, great stuff. Uh, it could have been five with Davis. He'd have deserved a goal. Oh, Did you see the shot, the, the outside yeah. the boot, well, have the post in the 81st minute when we're applauding that moment. Um, but yeah, comfortable Ben after, you know, um, it would have been great to get five or six. I think that would have been a fairer reflection of the game, frankly. But I crazy think crazy, it would have been. It really would. Yeah. I, I think the the problem, I, I not the problem. I'm being if I'm being super extra critical. I think if I'm Kieran McKenna seeing Ladapo miss that chance in the last minute, I'm kind of thinking, well, we need to score every every kind of presentable chance. Like I, I don't know what the XG is on that one, Ben, but it's probably 0.6 or 0.7. It's it's a really chunky chance right in front of the middle of the goal to not even get it anywhere near the goal. You know, to me, just it's like if we get if it's a nil nil game and that's the chance, and then we miss that, I kind of think, oh man, but. It's okay because we're four 0 up at that point, but yeah, that was right. that was the lingering thought in my mind. He could have volleyed it in, couldn't he? He could have. He could I mean, have he it, volleyed just, it. It was an yeah. odd one. He was like six yards out. The ball comes, and he. It, I don't know what he's like. Stooping header, like very much like the goal he scored at Exeter. Exactly the same, pretty much. Isn't it? Exactly the same position where I think Harness. Remember, Harness knocks it, and it bounces though. To be fair, and he sort of goes in with his head. This one, he meets with his head, and somehow contrives to put it past the post. Well, maybe even been four yards. Yeah, it's a hell of a miss, but hey, you know. And so, shame because five five would have been about right. I'd have said. Yeah. Let's have a look. We're not being churlish. Four is great, but yeah, we probably five is better match than four. As a whole, five would have been about more. Yeah. I feel I need to wind this back and reapply the context because we've enjoyed talking about hammering a team 
Forest Green are terrible at the moment. They're on an awful run. They're the worst team in the league. They're bottom of the table. I think we need to probably say that every five minutes to make sure this conversation is yeah, kind of they were anchored properly. They bad. They were yeah. bad. Well, yeah. let me do the numbers and you'll see how bad it was. So uh, 61% on the possession, 2.17 to 0.16 on the XG. 25 shots to four. <laughs> Um, zero big chances for FGR. Did they have any shots on target? Even I probably need to scroll There's down. One, like, to Warren. They had one, like, had one. Yeah, they that dipped. So it looked like it's going miles over, but dipped quite late. But I don't there think was it was a deflection it. on it. Yeah. Took it wide. There was also a shot, I think, a low, um, really acute angle in front of the North End as well in the first half, which I think was straight at Walton as well. So mm. they had a couple of moments, but nothing major. And yeah, on target, Ben, I don't know if you picked out these shots on target, 12 to nil. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, yeah look, the, the, the reason I'm the reason I'm labouring it is because if if say you're me and I'll make this about me rather than you know when people say oh Ipswich fans think this or think that well I'll say what I literally think because I'm responsible for my own brain but if you're like me and you're a bit grumpy on Thursday or Friday and you know a bit concerned with where the season was going trying to get your head round what's going wrong because like we say every there's a wise ass stat for everything actually being fine despite the fact that there's not that many points going on the board and again that's me trying to be realist not negative um yes this is great three points is great clean sheet is great um it's exactly what we would have hoped for but um does this change much just to see where i'm going with this how do i value this 4-0 victory at the end of a bad run, Dave, against the worst team in the league. I'm struggling, as you can hear. Well, look, we, we, look, we went to Bristol Rovers on, for, I, I know it's away, we went to Bristol Rovers Tuesday, they've been on a terrible run as well. You know, they take two points from us, could have been, let's face it, could have been three, so... You know, we've had we've 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 had similar. You know, we've had Cheltenham, we've had Lincoln at home again. Similar, probably even similar stats. Those games, similar shots, similar stats. Probably, um, you know, but you know, Cheltenham and Lincoln have come out with one point. So it's it's an odd one, isn't it, with us? Because nothing's ever a given, is it? I mean, if ever there was a game that should have but was and ultimately was yesterday, yes, yesterday. But you you just you just never know. You just I think that's the beauty of it. You just never quite know with this, don't you? So. Next weekend, we're going to MK. They've just conceded 10 goals in two games. So you think, yeah, okay. that's just come up in the chat. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a quiz. Uh, you, yeah. know, there you, you know, there you go. Um, and yeah, um, whether Mark, as Mark just yeah. Mark just said there, yeah, great result 4-0 if we, if we go and get three points on, if we go and get three points on Saturday, because then I think we've got Burton and Accrington at home consecutive. We will, uh, Accrington, Burton, is it? I think we will yeah. get onto that. You can come in on that, Rich. Charlie's just added in the chat. Points on the board and the confidence boost. Yeah, now wrong with that. I can't. I can't disagree. You can only beat what's in front of you. As I think, in response to Charlie, I, in my insecure, anxious state as an Ipswich fan, I want a big smack around the face. Everything's brilliant all over again, and. I don't get it from beating Forest Green 4-0, Rich. Do you see where I, I'm going with this? Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I, it goes back to the point you were making at the start, Ben, though, because you, you look at the run we've been on and those results are not as good as they should be, but the performances have not been terrible. No one is turning us over. We're not losing matches. So the idea that there was a major problem in the first place, I think, is probably what's been overblown. Every game, I think there's a different context. And there's kind of a, in my mind, there's kind of a mental checklist of the things that I want to see. So Forest Green, win the match, right? We haven't won a game in, it was, I can't remember, Morecambe, win the bloody game. No no excuses, don't muck about, just win the game. I don't, you know, to an extent, I don't care what the score is. And then if you're going to win the game, right, what, what can we get out of it? So the play and the low block has been the issue around how we deal with that. So we need to be quicker on the ball. We need to be decisive. We need to create better early quality goal, chances. Score the early goal. Keep a clean sheet. We're ticking them off as we go. Broadhead makes a contribution as a big summer, as a big January signing. Clark makes a contribution as a big January signing. Luongo comes off the bench, makes a contribution in half an hour. I'm ticking them off. But as the guys have said in the chat, it's not the real quiz. The real quiz is Bolton, let's be honest, at the end of the month <laughs> or it, yeah. into March. But 
yeah, MK, it's, and then it's beat Accrington, and then it's, yeah, et cetera. So I, 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 there was enough there on Saturday, I think, that gives, that kind of allays some of the concerns that we've had in the previous weeks. But yeah, you have to sustain it longer than just Forest Green. I think I think Mark was right in the um, Mark was right in the chat. You know, if we're sitting here next Sunday evening and we've got three points from MK with a relatively unchanged side, I think from well, even if not whatever, but hopefully with a relatively unchanged side from yesterday, and we're sitting here, yeah, yesterday's result with yeah, job done. I think we'd all be feeling yeah, quite a bit better, particularly as next weekend Derby are at Barnsley, for instance. So Plymouth yeah. are at Peterborough. Yeah. Plymouth are at Peterborough. Yeah, Wickham okay. at Shrewsbury. Don't don't be explaining to me why our fixtures better than theirs. I don't like I don't like that. We we don't get nice things, do we? Um, right. No. What we're going to do, guys, we we will actually we'll do that next. We'll have a look at what went on yesterday. We'll have a look at everything else. We'll go to questions after that, and the chat's moving beautifully tonight. So um, particularly, I'm interested in the the, the, the Dapo Hurst thing. I think that's a good fun uh, debate. Just hold on to them for a second. And if you do put a question in, stick a question mark at the end of it, because otherwise I won't see it. The chat's moving really, really quick. Um, Rich, do you want to do some pluggery while I prepare the um, uh, League One bits and bobs? Yeah, so we've got... Uh, we'll figure out the shows because a few of the Team Blue Monday are at the FA Youth Cup game on Wednesday night. So there won't be a Wednesday show, certainly. But I think probably what we might do... Um, is do some pre-recorded stuff with ITFC Women. We are one of the sponsors for their game against Watford next Sunday. Um, it'd be great if folk um, join us down the AGL Arena for that one. I can put details on our Twitter. Um, so we'll talk to a couple of players, and I think Kieran Stanley, as we always do, to big up that one ahead of time. Otherwise, usual business, pre-match show out Friday morning, flagship show back here again next Sunday for MK Dons. And I think probably we might have a promo. I keep missing the promos for the merch store, but we'll, we'll certainly sort one out. Telegram, get involved in that as well. It's been great, as we keep saying, and when, in the chaos. You get every statistic in Telegram that tells us we're good and there's nothing to worry about. Exactly. <laughs> I've if been seeing them all week. Yeah. <laughs> if you want your mood mood lightened in lots of different ways, including a confirmation place. bias and echo chambers, no, it's not, <laughs> it's not that at all. Um, it's much more rational, certainly. Um, I've had such a grumpy week, Rich. Don't head worry. Over to, it's yeah, more of a reflection well. of me than You've the been Latin. You've Inward and outward. Lads and ladies as well in Telegram yeah. groups. So um, all the bits and pieces you ever need for what's going on with... Uh, here at Blue Monday is Blue Monday ITFC.co.uk. We've got a website, don't you know? So everything you need is on there. So, um, and join us in telegrams. Great. Yeah, it's good. It is good. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you and are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITFC match programme each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, right, let's dive in. Uh, Accrington Stanley won Shrewsbury nil. Shrewsbury's good Ooh. run comes to an end. Uh, Bristol Rovers won Burton two. Um, any mention of Burton's budget in the post match? No, let's move on. Uh, oh wait, Cambridge... wait, wait, wait! I've got, I've got, I've got 
um, Bristol Rovers get to join the club of losing the game after holding Ipswich, along with Cambridge, who lost to Barnsley in their next game, Oxford, who lost to Wickham, and then haven't won a game since. In fact, they've gone loss, 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 draw, loss, loss. Lincoln, who held us, then lost to Charlton. Are we Portsmouth, taking credit for all of this? Portsmouth, who held us, then lost to Charlton as well, and Cowley got sacked. So if you manage to hold Ipswich to a draw and you're not in the top six, um, then you can expect to win your Cheap next relegation game. relegation form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Cambridge won Oxford nil. Carl Robinson in a bit of bother there. Um, I'm sure Ooh. one of you guys will come back to this one. Cheltenham nil, Barnsley four, Oof. and their finishing was on point. But I have had a look at their fixtures. They've got the worst fixtures out of the top six. Some yeah. tricky ones coming up there. Uh, Derby 2, Charlton nil. Probably come back to that one. Lincoln nil, Pompey nil. Draw number 7,000 for Lincoln this <laughs> season. Uh, Morecambe nil, Posh 3. We're not worrying about them for the minute. Uh, interesting. Plymouth nil, Fleetwood mm. nil. Only the second time Plymouth have dropped points at home this season. In 16 games, which is mental. Uh, Port Vale 1, Exeter 0. Wednesday 5, MK2. Wednesday brought back three defenders now to fitness. And despite the fact Michael Smith and Josh Windows have 31 goal contributions between them, were able to bring Lee Gregory off the bench yesterday. <laughs> also scored. They look well strong. So do Wickham, who have won five on the trot. And... I noticed, if we're talking about playoffs, Wickham, since the middle of December at Adams Park, have beaten three of the four teams in the playoff positions. Ipswich, Derby, and yesterday, Bolton Wanderers, who have been red hot. Um, Let's go to Dave. Dave, talk to me about Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday. How are you feeling? Uh, Yeah, I mean, perhaps a bit of a surprise given, as you say, Plymouth's almost exemplary home record, which is just um, unbelievable, really, isn't it? Um, Yeah, um, I saw the brief highlights on, um, I was going to say on your show, Ben, on the FL show. show. Well, we know it is, but I didn't want to (laughs) big him up too much. Yeah, you know, Um, saw the highlights. I'm not taking any of the complaints about it. Fleetwood Fleetwood had some chances, but Fleetwood had some chances, but what I gather was pretty much the last kick of the game was like a 30 yarder from um, Barley Mumba, which you yeah, probably would have expected to bury itself in the top corner and, um, and went wide. So um, yeah, a, a surprise there. Sheffield Wednesday just marched on. I mean, I heard they were one nil down, then heard they were two, one down after about half an hour. And then everyone, a couple of guys behind me said, yeah, they'll win though, won't they? So, Here it yeah, comes. Yeah. yeah. There was a pen that looked a bit, I'd say dubious, I don't know, deflection from Smith, but fair play, you know, that pressure, you know, pressure, pressure told, I think, in the end, but a really good goal. I think the first MK goal was an absolute thronker, wasn't it? I think by Lecco, who sometimes sometimes looks like Mr. Ballon d'Or. He's got he's got a touch of the um, Jay Emmanuel Thomases about him. Bloody raw stuff. Darren Moore should know all about him, shouldn't he? Absolutely roared it in. Ace's goal was good as well. Well, yeah, Ace's goal was very well taken as well. But yeah, they, you know, they're just strong at home, aren't they? They really well strong. Everyone not just at home, crikey, they're strong everywhere. So yeah, I mean, maybe signs of a if we're if we're really straw grasping signs <laughs> of a, perhaps a slight chink in um, in Plymouth's form, but still scored seven points this week, Dave. Yeah, you? I know, yeah, I know. So, yeah. so yeah, we have to we have to take yeah. um we have to take little, um, little, uh, little sort of victories where where we can. Sort of, as I said, grasping at straws well, a bit, but yeah, a surprise nonetheless. What I will say, and we'll bring Rich in on the other playoff candidates. I believe I'm going to try and memorise this. Three of the next four Plymouth games are Peterborough, Derby, and Barnsley. So Ouch. I've had circled on my calendar Ouch. March the 11th for a long time because I've thought. If we, and this maybe goes back more to December type thinking, if we were behind, say, by five to seven points, we weren't going to catch them once that was once that was all done. That's been my Got look you. at it. But, you know, um, things change. But, Richard, um, so Bolton, I wouldn't be too bothered if I was a Bolton fan. Look, it's, it's Wickham, Wickham away, and Bolton have been uh, really, really good. Derby kind of back at it, and they'll look to build another run. Barnsley are really, and I'm interested, like what Dave was saying. Barnsley are really on it, and um, if if they go through this run of games they've got, I think they've got like five of the top sort of six or seven in the next seven games. 
they're gonna they're gonna be the ones. And then the horrible sight of Wickham in seventh position in form, you do not because if they're sixth as well, you've got to go there first in the playoffs. And that's what did for MK last year. They lost it in the first game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so uh, what yeah. are your thoughts on the playoffs after all those horrible thoughts, Rich? I preferred it, much preferred it when we were debating whether it's a three-horse race about two months ago. <laughs> yes. Everyone else has this upward trajectory. Barnes, you're probably the biggest of, of that. I mean, let's, let's not pretend that Cheltenham are in good form right now. They've got a couple more wins of late than Forest Green have managed to achieve, but they are they're a, a beatable side, team. And, they're you know, a better Mike, side, though, aren't They're they? a better side, but... You know, Mike Duff knows all about them as well, doesn't he? So Great. I think the, the issue for me was just score lots of different types of goals and a quality free kit from Phillips, wasn't it? The third one in that and Norwood doing what Norwood does as Good well. That Great. kind of worries me a little bit as well. Norwood would love to have a, a say, wouldn't he, in the whole proceedings. Um, Derby, yeah, Paul Warren is always the bit that worries me about this. There's, if we could get our form right, I mean, that's the most important thing, isn't it, is... It doesn't really matter what it's cliche. If we just keep picking up the wins, then it won't really matter. But well, then you have Rich, to start thinking sorry, about Rich, May, sorry to interrupt. You? Whoever you meet in the playoffs is going to be on a form, 1.7, yeah. 1.8 points per game side. That's that's mm. how league tables work, right? Yeah. And and let's not pretend that Peterborough are out of it. If Peterborough, I know they're a bit patchy. Of they late, never beat but... anybody in the in the top half, do they? Yeah. Which is um, bad for playoffs. It's like us for the last five years or whatever. But you just got to keep. All of us have got, got to keep winning, and more than more so us. But I, I just wanted to briefly shout out Corey and Darber, who is obviously on loan at Fleetwood, so proving that the loan system is working in our favour as well. He made a contribution, <laughs> didn't he, um, to that point? But yeah, Derby, I, 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 all of them worry me, Ben. And, and to be honest, given the relative form of late, that's why winning against MK, having won this weekend is so important. We just, we need to go on one. So it feels like it's our turn, but it's really easy for us to say that. Um, you've got to put it in, haven't you? Put the effort in and get there, but all of them, all of them don't, yeah, you wouldn't want to play them right now. And that's why Bolton in March doesn't really excite me as a, as a game to play, but well, who knows? Gotta be done. You're going to have back four wins. You never know. Playoff yep. football is literally back-to-back games against the top six team, isn't it? So, um, yeah, even though it's natural fan anxiety, it's got to come. Um, guys, get your questions in. We'll go to questions um, imminently. Uh, I think we've already done our pluggery and whatnot. Um, we'll speak a little bit about MK uh, coming up and Mark Jackson and what's going on there and the uh, Wednesday defeat. Um, that'll obviously be done in far greater detail in the uh, pre-match show. Well done, Paul. He saved my waffle in there with a question. Get your questions in. He's even put a cue at the start for you. There he that, is. Right. And now, a question mark. Hey. So the guaranteed way to get your question um, read out, A, is a compliment to me or an insult to either Dave or Richard is a guarantee of your question being read out by me because I've got the I've got control of the thing at the moment. But yeah, cue and a question mark. That's great. Um uh, Dave, we'll go to you. Uh, who of the January signings do you think has the potential to make the biggest improvement oh. to the team for the rest of the season? Yeah, I mean, I think Broadhead so has shown so far, hasn't he? He's just a, he's, he's especially at that level. I think he's a he's a cut class above. To me, he looks he looks that way, and probably given the injury situation and the little sort of cameos we've seen so far, and this is by no means disrespect to Cameron Humphreys, but I think he was starting to perhaps struggle with the physicality and the Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Um, yeah, maybe Massimo Luongo might be, a, um, if he could, if he can stay fit, might well um, might well be an inspired signer. But what I've seen so far, yeah, Broadhead is, yeah, he's, you know, fitting the team really well, I think. And um, yeah, I'd always be looking to start from can anyone, him and, him and can anyone just write the words of what Kamara tweeted in the chat so I can put it on the on the screen? Um, Richard, uh, Dan, who's one of our Telegram lads, isn't he? Uh, with Broadhead's injury record, are you gambling on starting him every game or do we continue to manage his minutes? I think when you've got uh, no midweek games, then I'd, I'm fine with him starting. Obviously, we've got Accrington in a few weeks. I'd hope that... It, such good they, options, Rich, as well yeah. for sixty minutes. Yeah, I'd be. I I'm always been a big fan of Harness. I quite like Harness's get in your face and score a goal kind of attitude. And he's had a bad run, obviously. I'd really love him to turn that around. And 
we will pick up other injuries. We just need to hope it's not broadhead because I think he's a big player. So to Dan's question, I'd I'd want him to be playing as much as he can. But you know, if we've got an Accrington midweek and you know the Saturday game is coming, you probably rotate him out, don't you? But you stick him on the bench. So yeah, as much as you can get. You need to milk broadhead. That sounds wrong, doesn't it? Yes. It's like saying pluggery. Voice is weird coming out of your Dangerous. mouth. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Skull, you know, we, we paid big money for Broad for very good reasons, and I think we're starting to see it now, aren't we? There's so. all sorts of all sorts of mention of his name on the Telegram group. Someone even called him Broadchurch, which I thought was quite funny. Oh, in terms uh, of broad foot, broad, broad church, stairs. Broad yeah. stairs, yeah. Very nice. Chris Broad. Um, Dave, uh, Adam, would you bring back JD so he continues his partnership with with Burns? Does that work with a with a back four? No, I, I, I don't think so. I think you know, as as Rich said, um, as Rich said earlier on, I think you you persist with Clark. Uh, what was that? Sorry, um, I think you. I, I think the, so. Threw me a bit there. Um, you, you, yeah, no, you, um, I think you. Um, I think you persist with Clark, and um, hopefully the you know the Clark Burns the Clark Burns combo um, reaches scales the same heights, or if not if not more than. Um, than than Danassian, the Danassian and Burns. Look, is it a bit harsh on Danassian? It's 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 such a tough one, is it? Because clearly, I think Clark has been brought brought in for looking perhaps at seasons ahead. You know, he's certainly been brought in in potential, but um, and yeah, he's had he's had his best two games certainly. I thought against against Morecambe and also obviously yesterday. Um, yeah, I don't think he certainly wasn't his best first half against Sheffield Wednesday, for instance. Um, and perhaps and also Cambridge. not also not at Cambridge as well, so it's, it's a hard one there. But I think I think Rich is right. I think you have to persist. You know, he's he's been a big money signing. You know, from we understand seven figure signing, and you um yeah you you keep him there to keep him in to develop his relationship with Burns down the right. Uh, let's move it on. Uh, can I take this one, um, Michael? I won't read. I won't read the other bits out. Uh, Dave, go. No, I was just going to point out, Michael, um, <laughs> it's a significant age difference, mate. So we'll just leave it at that. And I've got more grades than him as well, despite the significant uh, age difference. Uh, I can't how, many points, how many points over the next three games? Well, you know our podcast mantra of at any point over any you know block of games that's more than one, two points per game works. It depends whether you guys are still in that top two mindset, in which case you do want your seven or your nine going into the um, Bolton game. The next three, for the record, by the way, are MK and then home to Burton and home to um, Accrington. Um, Obviously, we'll do MK in detail at the end of the week. Burton's interesting because they can score past us. It's just chaos. They'll throw everything. (laughs) They are not going to sit there. It It might be a BTTS... Nice one and um, a nice comfy win. And Accrington, you obviously much, we, we know from experience, much rather play them at home than away. But in answer to the question, if you take six points, we, we normally give that a big tick. But, you know, may, maybe if you're, you're looking at Plymouth's games or um, other people's games, maybe you want a seven or a nine. Um, Richard, uh, what have we got here? Uh, AD. Uh, do you think Kieran McKenna knows his best eleven now? Yeah, I think he probably does. Um, yeah, I, I I totally agree with Dave's assessment on Dynastian, by the way. I think that back four seems it for me now. I think we liked Edmondson giving us an option there, but I think Burgess coming out of the team, I know that we bemind the rotation, but Burgess did need a little bit of a kick up the arse. Um, not that he'd been terrible, but he'd just been unfortunate, I think. And he's come back and done a lot more. I think Evans starts if he's fit instead of Humphreys. Um, so that will be interesting to see whether Humphreys or Luongo, who, who you know, comes out on that battle. Um, but as, as I don't know if someone's put Kamara's tweet. I couldn't find it. I don't know what there. his Twitter handle is. I saw it earlier, but he said some, it's something like good things come to those who those wait. Kind and, of thing, yeah. yeah. Simon yeah. is, yeah. It, it it looked as if to say, I'm training properly, full contact, changing direction, everything next week is my, knowing nothing is my complete subtext of uh, reading It also that seems that John Jules isn't 
too far away Ooh. either, is he? Although he was he not didn't I read somewhere that he was supposed to be back last week but was ill, sick or oh, something. All yeah. the Instagram perverts have got his, you know, his training and you know, his off the running machine and what I think I think he's he's been a big miss. I think he was just really starting the show, wasn't he? Um, mm. I think he's been a big miss, but so, so yeah. yeah. So um, I didn't really answer the question. I kind of I, you didn't. You answered the previous one that I gave to Dave. Yeah, Richard. sorry, but I, <laughs> I think he knows. Like I think he knows ninety percent of it. I I I think Ladapo is probably on form the better choice up front, and then and then it's who's the other central midfielder. And for me, if he's fully fit, I'd have Luongo just because I, I like that Sheffield Wednesday bullied us and I quite like Luongo and Morsi in my central midfield yeah. I think that'd be quite good against most teams in this level so yeah, yeah. I think am I right that... in saying that Hurst last year Ben at Portsmouth went on a streak after Christmas and I literally scored, scored all these goals in the second half of the season like if he I don't know did he score something like 10 and 15 or something quite impressive I'm not sure just so. remember that being a big man and playing for my best mate Danny Cowley is like being it's like liking burgers and living in between a McDonald's and a and a burger. I don't know, <laughs> go good little pithy analogy there, Rich, but it didn't come out right. Um, Mark, if Ladapo and Chaplin both get twenty goals, Dave, does that see us get top two? Does this go into my? Lots of people are finding lots of lovely positive stats that don't necessarily prove that that makes you a winning football team. I'm not having a pop up, Mark, for. For, for doing that. Where, where are we? Chaplin's 14 and Ladapo's 11. It doesn't guarantee anything, really, does it? <laughs> Have I lost you, Dave? Or are you just laughing at me? That was Sorry, who are you talking to? Oh, it was for me, you, was it? Dave, I, yeah. I, I, to me? Oh, yeah. what, was the que- what was the question? Oh, 20 <laughs> goals, 20 goals. If they both scored 20 goals. Every they, week. I, I eight, 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 eight to nine. We saw, talk- I saw that. I knew that. We talk about um, football, Dave, yeah? No, it doesn't. Unfortunately, this season, no, it doesn't. He's, got, he's thinking um, about the hair comment. He's, he's Yeah, I can't get over that. It's not only the Chapman uh, penalty, he's no. been rattled. Um, what was I going to say? No. Um, if they both scored 20 goals this season, no, that doesn't guarantee us top two, I'm afraid, Mark. I don't think, just because of the ridiculous nature of this um, of this division at the moment. So yes. that would mean, did we say Ladabo's got, has is he, is he only got 11 league goals? 11 or 12? I, I don't know what he's... Uh, Chapman's got 14. Chapman's got 14. Chapman's Chapman's got 14. I mean, you could see yeah, Chapman. 11 yeah. for that point. In fact, yeah. in fact, if Chapman now doesn't get to 20, I think he'll be pretty disappointed. Well, I think we'll all be disappointed if he doesn't get to 20. He used to get a hat trick, doesn't he? Poor guy. Yeah, yeah. He was not happy at being substituted yesterday, be. by the way. No, he did, which is a great I, thing. I just think this whole blah, 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 20-goal striker um, conversation, I don't... I think what people mean is not literally a football player who scores 20 goals. But I think people are saying, a striker, who's your focal point, who will win you games by being... Do, do you know what I mean? Prolific, They're two different yeah. things rather than, yeah, yeah. you know, Connor Chaplin banging, like Richard says, lots of braces and coming from deep. Is that is that your focal point? Ian Rush striker who will score in every big game... You play, okay, bad example. Pick one, one of the all-time breaks. But do you know what I mean? I think people sometimes take twenty-goal striker a bit literally, as in a footballer who scores twenty goals. It's what that player means to the team. I'm, I'm babbling. Let me do a couple more. Ah, here we go. Dan's got the. Um, this is what um, Panchute Kamara said. Everything comes to you at the right time. Be patient and trust the process. So he's basically in the team next week um, <laughs> on, on the basis of those <laughs> comments. Um, Richard, uh, do you think Hurst, uh, this is from Paul, uh, do you think Hurst would have anything in the loan deal to say he must play That's now? That's a good say, would he? point. Um, seems harsh on Ladapo at the moment. I I think those things are, I think Kieran Maguire did a bit on this on Price of Football that they're old wives' tales, aren't they? You have to play in minutes and people just wouldn't sign them. Is that is that? doesn't right feel like that? the kind of thing that we'd go for, if I'm honest. Yeah. If, um I just think he started because it's Forest Green. I, th- I, th- I think Ladapo starts next week, possibly. Hey, Luke. Oh, so. you're probably right. He started because you think Forest Green, get a goal, get your confidence up. Exactly yep. right. Yep. yep. Um, Max, Dave, do we sign Hurst and TJJ permanently next season? If, that's a good question, that. If we don't go up. If we don't go up. Jerry um, Barton will be pleased with that, won't he? Yeah, blimey. I'd have dun, thought... Dun, um, dun, 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 dun. I mean, I thought John Jules would be perhaps more likely than than Hurst. What's, mm. what's is Hurst? he out of contract? Yeah. I know where you're going with it. 
think he might John Jules. John Jules, I think he might Jack be. Yeah, I think Hurst isn't because he signed that four yeah. year deal. The trouble yeah, with Hurst so. is Leicester's valuation, I think. You get yeah, him on the loan again, don't you? I'd have thought John Jules would have been more of a potential permanent than however, if we go up, then are we yeah. looking are we looking at something with a, a higher spec, maybe? Dunno. There you go. Um that's a good question. We'll do one more there. Um Stuart. Uh, do you think we'd still be in the top two if Kamara and Ball had remained fit? The money, one for your sliding doors list, Richard. Yeah, I think we, the Ball be, situation. We'd be closer, was, I think, wouldn't we? I, I totally agree. Right. Yeah, I, I think Ball is is the kind of midfielder that we've missed, and it's that Charlton game. That Charlton game's a sliding doors moment, Ben. And um, Ball goes off injured. John Jules goes. It's like the Crew thing. game in 1998. Remember that oh. one? Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I, Mark I'm Rivers. Not, yeah, Kamara, I guess we don't really know much about him, do we? Steve McCall. Um, there you go. Um, it's just Jermaine, Jermaine, I mean, Jermaine Wright. Was, I mean, he was just, last season, Kamara for Plymouth was just absolutely outstanding. Yeah, Craig loved him, didn't he? Absolutely brilliant player. Oh, we didn't um, mention player of the season, Ricky Marp again. A, a harshest <laughs> of red cards, did we, the weekend? Sorry. He didn't protest, did so, he? He knew. I think, you know, if we can get, if we crack it, if we can get Kamara... If we can get if we can keep Luongo fit, we can get Kamara fit and also John Jules. Oh, oh top two, Dave. Top embarrassment two. of riches. Embarrassment. Embarrassment of riches. Right, we are nearly there, guys. Chat on fire today. Brilliant stuff. Lots of insults yeah, from of Rich was, and Dave, it? which I'm here some for. Lots of compliments for me. Um, ignored all the insults for me, which is um, my right to do here as being in control of the desk. <laughs> Um, and questions outstanding. Please do, if you haven't already, check us out on Telegram. It is behind the paywall. We have to pay the um, the provider yeah. for that um, each month. But you do get two weeks um, free trial. Uh, we are winding down here just to say MK Dons, which has been a bit of a away party um, in recent years with lots of big... I mean, do you remember the Tuesday night one? We were like three and a half... Thousand fans. If you'd love to go to MK Dons, he'd win that game under Paul Lamb. It was nil nil. John um, last time. Yeah, d- great finish as well. It, he mm. was weird, John Nolan. He, oh, he, he could looked, finish. He looked could very. Finish, he looked mate. very bad at football sometimes. But now and then would arrive. Do you remember his header at West Brom? It's a hell yeah. of a goal. It won all was, the Darren Moore last game. Yeah. Yeah, it was like fifteen yards out and just bulleted yeah, in the in. corner. Yeah, it's yeah. a hell of a goal. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. John Nolan, you can still find him at Tramir, Mickey Millen. Is that right? I'm sure he's playing though, but yeah. N- no. no um, so MK Dons very, very quickly. Dave, have they really improved since Liam Manning went and Mark Jackson came? Well, well as I said, they've just shipped ten goals in the last two um in the last two games. So <laughs> no, um, from set plays against Bolton. Hopeless. Oh. Absolutely honking. absolutely honking when it saw it, saw it, saw it. So you would think they are they are there for the taking, but then so we're Bristol Rovers, but look, yeah. As as we said, as Are we you said, going, oh, Dave Rich? No, yeah. I can't. I've got to do an Ipswich to go to fairly early that evening, so I can't. Unfortunately, I, I would have certainly gone. You going, Rich? Yeah, six yeah. and a half thousand, isn't it? So good atmosphere, hopefully. Yeah, went last year and a nice wagon mama before. Oh, ben, you year. love to see it. Yeah, did you get tea stained egg? Superb. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Did, I want? Did, did you get a tea stained egg? Just. To... Oh, I can't remember. Just but kimchi. Yeah, it, was, uh, Goyos, it, was, it was all right. And found Goyos a parking. Is, yeah. And Bow, found Bow, a free parking space, literally five minutes from the ground, and this little sort of like. Yeah, good luck with your parking and your food and drink needs at. Book it in advance. Yeah, I'm yeah, not telling yeah, you I put yeah. mine. I'm very. Happy in with advance. It. Right. Which when when are we back um, this week with a preview? Uh, we. Well, I don't think we'll do it live. We'll probably it'll be out Friday morning. <laughs> If we, get, if, we get it, if we get it in the if seven and I sort ourselves out, we had a technical issues um Thursday. We'll try and get out Thursday night, but if we can, but Friday morning it'll definitely be there. Cool. All right, guys. Um so yeah, the um the long and the short of this is I'm less grumpy than I was last week, but I'm not fully out of my funk. And Richard's right, it's, it's that bloody Bolton game coming up, isn't it? That's gonna tell us way more than we know this week. Last word from you, Dave. 
Well, do you know what, Ben? I was thinking when you said about grumpy. Back in the days, you were grumpy because you'd been um, when when we used to be, uh, um, you know, sleep at the pod, beat at the pod bunker, and um, and that was basically because of lack of sleep. Because you'd had a yeah. gig in Manchester the night before and got yeah. back at like eight that morning or something. So, <laughs> so you pretty much that? used to it, to be fair. And just one thing, really good luck to the Town Academy under 18s on. Wednesday, really looking forward to that big, big game against West Ham, who are absolutely flying at the, I think, the top of the division. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Lovely stuff. Last one from you, Rich. Yeah, what Dave said. And have a great week, everyone. Let's be a bit more positive, shall we? But <laughs> Let's all stop arguing with Let's just each get other. on with each other. Let's just, feel the love. Let's get, just get along with each feel other. Feel the love. It's all Thanks, good everyone, now. for joining us live. If you haven't subscribed to our socials, be good to yourself and each other. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.